Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the True Trophies podcast. This is podcast episode number eight. It's going to be the Post-Electronic Entertainment Expo Extravaganza episode. Um, It's going to be a slightly weird episode. We're going to kind of jump around, skip some stuff. Uh, There's probably not going to be a whole lot of editing because it's like the morning after E3 press conferences. And we just want to like kind of go through this and throw it up as quickly as possible. Um, I am dead tired. So my apologies for anything dumb that happens. Um, But first... Uh, I'm Brennan, and I'm joined by Munch today. Hello. Uh, it's just going to be the two of us, because we're the only ones crazy enough to stay up all night and watch E3 press conferences and then get up first thing in the morning and do this. <laughs> um, normally, we talk about what we've been playing, but who gives a crap, really? Uh, E3 happened. Um, there have been, what, five press conferences. Um, Nintendo is going later today. Um, but what we're interested in is the Sony press conference. I think there's a Square Enix one happening again, but it'll be low-key like last year. Yeah, well, and to be honest, their press conferences are terrible. <laughs> 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 I love Square games, but their press conferences are That's mostly are in terrible. Japanese. Yeah, yeah, it's like, I understand you're a Japanese company, but so is Sony, so is Nintendo. <laughs> Even even the Japanese people speak English or have a translator or something, you know? It's just, it, it, it's rough. Anyway, so, first things first. What did you think of the Sony press conference? I loved it. Was it fantastic? I was, I couldn't sleep afterwards. For Is a it, few hours, it was, it just hit you hard and fast. It definitely did. Is it towards the top of your uh, E3, E3 press, press conferences? For this year, definitely. It's at the top. Like the I best think it might have ever? topped last year. But definitely up where we were best of them. Yeah, absolutely. They knew I, what we were doing. Yeah. I, <laughs> even I, had an orchestra plan it out. Right. Yeah, the orchestra was fantastic. That is a great way to start. And I love um, Sean Layden walked out at one point and he's just like... Everybody should have the opportunity to walk out to a full orchestra. (laughs) Um, It was a crazy E3 press conferences. We actually had to go through and make a list afterwards of all the games because it was just like one after another after another. And it was hard to keep up with what was going on. Um, I was live blogging it on the site and I couldn't even keep up. Like, right, this is a trailer. This is a game. Days gone. It's about X trailer. Is next trailer, which is kind of breather, maybe not. (laughs) Which is kind of incredible because you're writing like maybe two or three lines at most about each thing, and it's still it was it was like a trailer would fade or a gameplay would fade, and then two or three seconds later, another logo would pop up, and then another scene would start playing. Um, so first off, they started with that orchestra. And it was bombastic and dark tones, and and that led directly into God of War. What'd you think? Yeah, oh, it looks amazing. It's definitely Norse. Yeah. Uh, at one point, <laughs> one of the like the troll or whatever they're fighting is talking about sending him to Valhalla or something like that. So it's yeah, you see a lot of rune or rune symbols as well. Yeah, the text like even the location discovered it was. It started off as ruined text, and it turned into regular. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the um, the Kratos, I guess. Uh, we don't know if he's actually Kratos, but he's like... Kratos the Huntsman. Yeah, he's he's all white, and he's got that red stripe, and he's even got a, a an ability called Spartan Rage, which I'm not entirely sure how that fits into the Norse mythology. Um, yeah. But the Kratos has this really deep voice. And he doesn't seem nearly as angry as he normally is, which is weird. Yeah, I was reading about that on the, the PlayStation blog this morning, and they were saying that he's in a, a place now, he's calmed his rage, he's learned to control himself. But before we started recording this, I watched the footage again. Uh-huh. There was one bit during the cutscene, you know, that Spartan Rage build-up icon. Yeah. Just during the bits where he was walking with his son, I think it was just after he shot at the deer and scared it away. Uh-huh. That started to build up in the top left. Then you see him calm himself, <laughs> and that started to slowly lower itself. So it looks like you got to try and control your rage. Wow. 
That's interesting. So it is actually Kratos from what it sounds like. Oh, it's definitely Kratos. The same guy. He's just like off in some kind of afterlife. You yeah, from. looking for more gods to kill. <laughs> yeah, which is not that surprising. He needs more gods to kill. Uh, but it's interesting <laughs> to see him a little calm down and to see him with a child, which was weird. Who is going to die and that's going to release the demon. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, something <laughs> like gonna that is going to be pissed. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, the kid was kind of endearing. Um, the gameplay was interesting. Uh, everybody absolutely loved when he like recalled his axe to him. That was. I'm disappointed to see that in the Blades of Chaos. So. Yeah, I know. I, I was kind of in the same boat. They I was like, cool. "Where are they?" And then, so, and then I got a little bit worried because they started fighting, and it looks more methodical. It's not like that crazy action-packed fighting that I'm used to. Mm. Um, which is not to say that that won't be where this goes, um, but it it did seem a little more um, dual like, like you're fighting fewer enemies and it's kind of closer up. Um, what did you think? I thought it was really great. Yeah, but the, the main thing I was thinking of was the weapon itself. In yeah. God of War, once you kill the gods, you'll usually take something from them, whether it's head of Helios, mm-hmm. uh, Mercury's feet. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, was it Mac- wasn't Mercury, was it? Um, Something like that. Speed God. Well, it's not. It's it's Hermes. Cause, uh, Hermes, that's the one. Yeah, I, I think Mercury yeah. is Hermes, but you wrong mythology. Um, yeah. yeah. Hercules gauntlets. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm calling for this one. Yeah. Thor, Mjolnir. You Take cool. his hammer. Man, <laughs> that, that would be quite the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, calling that now. Um, but it is every bit as gory, it seems, as the oh, yeah. other games. Um, he was ripping off the horns, and like, there's even a part where where you know you go and you kill a deer or whatever, and it's even that is, you know, it's sad and and a little bit gory, and yeah, it was a lot of emotional ties there with a the child. Yeah, it was it was nice to see from Kratos. He's grown. <laughs> Right, I mean, that was a lot of people's problem with Kratos is that he wasn't a character because he had no depth. He was just angry all the time. So to see him be something more than that is really cool. Um, After that... I was surprised at 10 minutes of game footage, and this is the first I've heard of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, it started off and it was like just a you started off with the uh, orchestra going for like a good five minutes or something like they were going for a while (laughs) and then it goes into the god of war which is another 10 minutes and that was kind of a theme that ran through a good portion of this show was not just that we were going from one trailer to the next you know all of these sections for the most part were fairly long yeah um and that orchestra uh, composer that's a guy it's composing the god of war soundtrack as well yep yep um and they They played throughout the entire thing, too. Oh, that was just a nice touch. Yeah. We could have just went home after that, but like, oh, we've got him here. Let's play. Yeah, right. Might as well. <laughs> um, after that, we had uh, Days Gone, which was the rumored um, Dead Don't Ride. Um, basically about... A, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's basically about a biker guy in a post-apocalyptic world. Um, didn't really go too much into depth about really how it works or what's going on in this world just kind of i read a little bit and it's something like two years after a massive pandemic and freakers were called not zombies freakers uh yes totally different um yeah (laughs) to be honest i i just completely ignored the opening logo like the developer Mm -hmm. bench studios is it yep and i just started assuming it was last of us too (laughs) Right. <laughs> it did kind of surprisingly have that vibe and I was I was watching it and I was like, yeah, that's that does kind of feel a little bit Last of Us. I, I I'm sure that Bent was at least partially inspired by The Last of Us. Oh, yeah. Um there were, it, had two screens up, Sons of Anarchy on one, Last yeah. of Us on the other. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Um and they showed more that of pretty that. Interesting. Yeah, they showed more of that at the end and uh it's mm. it's also got like a um the freakers or whatever have a very like swarming attitude. It kind of reminds me of like, uh, God world war Z when like they, you just get swarmed by them and they're like climbing over each other to get, yeah. to. um, looks pretty action packed. 
Um, that should be. And this is glanced up at the screen on uh, the gameplay one, where we're all just swarming up that tower. Yeah, and you're just standing up there, and she's like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, uh, and it was impactful. Like just seeing them swarming around like that. It wasn't. It, you weren't really afraid of individual freakers or whatever. Like they didn't seem threatening on their own. But I was trying to find a way out of there. Right. It's just like, oh my god, what do you do at that point? Um, from there, we went to The Last Guardian, um, which they didn't really... This was probably one of the shortest videos of the entire show, um, but it showed a lot of what was going on with The Last Guardian, um, like, story-wise. I've got a release date, though, so that's the main thing. Yep, October 25th, which means that I was wrong. Um, but we kind of already knew that, like... A day after I was like, oh, yeah, I, I know, but they're going to delay it until March. Like the next day, the developer was like, no, it's still on pace to be released this year, which doesn't necessarily mean anything. But now they've got a hard date. So um, there, there's more than one bird dog, it seems like. Did you see that? No, I missed that part. Yeah, I was skipping through like 12 tabs at once. Yeah, I mean, it might have just been, like, some strange cuts, but I swear I saw, like, regular bird dog, and then, like, this dark version of the bird dog, and then your little guy, I, I can't remember his name. Um, but, it, you know, there's there's other people in this world, like, it's, uh, which is a first for Team Eco, because it's always, like, one or two people, and that's it. Um, so there might actually be, like, an in-depth story. Um. We I'll have to watch that trailer again later. Yeah, it's a pretty looking trailer, if nothing else. Um, it's definitely, I think, worth watching since it's kind of short comparatively, just to get an idea of what's going on, because we don't know really a whole lot. But that, this is probably the most that we've seen of it, aside from one particular section that's been drawn out. Mm. Um, after that, we had Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, Which fault was on from the events of God of War. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, well, and it's funny because it's like there's there's almost a theme. You've got like God of War, and then you've got a post-apocalyptic, and then you've got a Last Guardian, which looks like it's like some kind of fantasy post-apocalypse or something. And then you've got a Horizon, which is like another post-apocalyptic, you know, post post-apocalypse. Yeah. Um, also, pretty interesting. Um, that was pretty much all gameplay. Um, there was a lot yeah. going on there. I was, I'd say, like, I put on the predictions article we're done that would definitely see it, but I was starting to doubt that. Wait, no, I didn't put it in there. No, I don't remember reading that. No, I didn't put it in. Yeah, because, yeah, we released a quite a big trailer just a few days before E3. Mm-hmm. Uh, before. Yeah. I was expecting, I was starting to expect that wouldn't show up. Yeah, um, and that's kind of what they've been doing, too, is, like, the main stage was filled with a whole bunch of large stuff, and you know that there's tons of indies and whatever, but we, we didn't really see any, if, a, if, if any, at all, of the indies. You know they're out there, because yeah, they're releasing, usually, they're re- releasing a lot. they do a big section on it. Yeah, um, you, we're getting, like, one or two indies per week, for the most part. Notable indies, not, like, crap indies. Notable indies. Um and they just didn't show any, really, um, which was interesting. But uh, uh, Horizon was pretty interesting. We saw some a little bit of crafting. Um, we definitely got to see a lot more of the versatility of the combat and how targeting weak points works. Um, you got to uh, the main character mounted a like this beast and got to ride it, which was pretty cool. Uh, the last fight was interesting. Um, that pretty big as well. They said there's no loading screens. Yeah. Which, uh, if you've played Killzone Shadowfall, you can take your word on that. Yeah. Um, it, Put it, a disc in, you're back in the game when seconds. Yeah. Um, which should be great. And the, the world looks beautiful, like the distant white mm. mountains. and Yeah, it looked fairly large, and we only saw a small part of it. Um, after that, we had uh, Detroit become human. Right, um, that's kind of exciting. It was the same scene, but like twenty different ways it could have happened. Yeah, um, that was kind of the gist of that particular scene was that there were 
countless ways that this one scene could be played out. And they kind of showed like a tree towards the end of all the different paths and whatever, um, which was really interesting. But it's like, it seems like it's just one scene because I don't think the game revolves around this character because we had um, the the female protagonist from the other trailers, I'm sure was in the game as well. Yeah, the, well, at the end, uh, this one was called Connor. At the end, he was like, we are Kara. I was starting to wonder if she could just control Maybe. them. Maybe. The branch, branching stories isn't something new for Quantic. That's their whole thing. No. This Brand- looks like it's more impactful than ever before. Yeah, very very much with the, the branching storylines and multiple protagonists, too. So I'm <laughs> sure we'll probably see even more than just Kara and Connor. We'll, we'll see other characters as well. Um, That's going to be one to look out for anyway. That looks beautiful. Yep. Yeah, it is. It's definitely... It was a, one of the more interesting trailers, which is hard to say. I mean, there were a lot of great trailers, but <laughs> I would definitely... That's another one that I would watch just to be like, wow, all of this, you know? Um, and then we had a kind of a weird, surprising one. Um that was it started off and it was like before kitchen and then it was just this yeah. really creepy setting did what, what did you get from that uh well when i was live blogging i was having a refresh playstation youtube page for the videos and that and literally as soon as that started they'd put up the video so i, I immediately knew what it was so i was kind of spoiled from it. oh that sucks <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh crap, I, you know, I'm not much for the horror games and especially Kitchen sounded really intense and I was like, man, I don't know if I'm up for this at, you know, one thirty. It was in the pretty fun because it was in the news chat and they were trying to, you know, guess what it was because it was quite a lengthy one as well. Yeah. And I was just sitting there going, Resident Evil 7 VR. And yeah. Like, shut up, Munch. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, boom. <laughs> So it is Resident Evil 7, from what it seems like, just from the way the logo yeah. is displayed. Um, yeah, it's Final Fantasy. Or, not Final Fantasy. Resident Evil 7. Yeah, right. Well, it's like they have a corner, uh, cornered the market on 7s. Um, <laughs> but it was really interesting, because that's not what I expected it to be at, at all. Um, it was very kind of creepy and methodical, and like sort of had this vibe of like kitchen and then at one point i was like is this some kind of weird until dawn spinoff maybe and like there was a lot of stuff going on and but there is an until until dawn vr game coming out yeah yeah which is part of the reason why i was like i don't think that's what it is but it just kind of like instinctually that's kind of what popped into my head um and then the logo popped up and i was like wow this is really different um it kind of reminds me of like that leaked footage of like the original version of Resident Evil Four, which was like, you know, dark house in the middle of the woods, and there's these ghosts and stuff. It's a lot more creepy, uh, like psychological horror, like that, rather than shooting zombies and stuff. From what we can tell, yeah, and it's fully playable in VR. Yep, and it is available to play now. First hour or beginning hour. Yeah, yeah, they've got a demo for that, um, which is definitely, I'm sure, worth checking out. You won't get a the VR part, but yeah, obviously. Um, but it, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to checking that out as soon as I have a chance. But my schedule is crazy right now, so that probably won't be until tonight at the earliest. Um, let's see. They also announced um, that the PSVR, along with that, was going to be coming out October 16th. Uh, in North America, I still don't think we have a date for Europe. No. Yeah. Um, It'll be January. Really? Probably. Oh, oh, okay. I thought they'd announced that. I was like, wow, that you keep getting screwed over. Oh, uh, this is non-E3 related, but I was on the store the other day. Mm-hmm. Remember we were talking about last time about Powers? Season 2 is on the store in Europe. Really? They, they listened. <laughs> Well, so they put season two up, but season one still isn't up. No, but it looks like we must have got a lot, a lot of hate. Um, well, so fun fact: um, the way that the story is written for Powers, um, where season two picks off, picks up chronologically, that was the first written Powers story. So it's not the first in terms of the actual narrative. Um, but it is actually where they started out. So issue one is like the beginning of season two. So 
presumably you can pick up from there and just run with it. But it, it's really good. Yeah. I did I did actually watch it, and I think if you had no idea what the like all of these characters are not introduced and they just kind of run with it. And it's really disorienting. I think if you don't, if you haven't seen season one, they uh, introduced another game. Um, I was really confused. It was like a first, it almost looked like a first person uh, mass effect exploration game uh, called Farpoint. Um, It was like an A foot tarantula. Yeah, they were exploring some new world and like they couldn't get any information off of it and I, I really didn't understand what the hell was going on. Um I thought it was like a new F Defense Force game or something. Yeah, right. And space and VR. Yeah. Um it was it was a good looking game. Um mm. I, I'm kinda curious what it's going to be. I mean, you've got a lot of stuff covering that with uh Mass Effect Andromeda being sort of explorational, and you've got, um, God, uh, No Man's Sky coming out this year. So I'm wondering what this Farpoint game is going to, like, where it's going to fit in. Um, we also have the uh, X-Wing VR mission, um, which was interesting. I mean, it was pretty obvious that it was something star wars because the orchestra kicked up and started playing classic star wars music um and it's a spinoff from battlefield right uh battlefront Battlefront. (laughs) yeah um i I was kind of intrigued by that wouldn't mind just sitting on the bed in the next one yeah i mean that's kind of when i was little uh i kind of used to do that um i i won a t-shirt playing Star Fox. they had some kind of competition and i ended up winning this t-shirt but it was like an adult size t-shirt so i'm like you know five years old and i used to like pull this Star Fox t-shirt over my legs and i used to sit there and pretend i was flying around so this is this is the realization of that dream what we should have done instead was just announced a Rogue Squadron remake on VR. I think this is a baby step. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they see like you know ten or twenty million down. Well, obviously not because it's a VR thing. So <laughs> there's not going to be enough uh, units out there. But you know, if they see a really high adoption rate, they might. You know, uh, that would be amazing. I would love to see that. Speaking of units, forty million sold now. Yep. Yeah, uh, the PlayStation 4 has 40 million units sold. They did not bring up the PS Neo, um, which they they announced wouldn't be happening. Uh, yeah, they've announced it in the Financial Times of all places. Ah, uh, well, you know that happens all the time. The Wall Street Journal but, will be like, "Oh, well, yeah. at a you know at this stock market meeting thing, and this is what was announced." And it's like, well, Capcom was it? Capcom, I think, has been kind of guilty of that. Um, Square, where it's like. They have a game and they haven't announced it yet, and so it just kind of leaks out as part of a uh, stockholder meeting or whatever. And there's no real announcement, but yeah, so they they did confirm Neo would be happening. Um, they did not show it at E3, and as I said, I, I'm not surprised by that because they're trying to push a different yeah. piece of hardware. So they said they weren't going to be bringing it. They wanted to wait until there was more things they can show off on it. Yeah, I mean, especially right now, God, with all the stuff that they've got coming out, they don't need a PS Neo. They they can come out with that next year, and that can be the next big push, because I'm sure they're not going to have, I mean, they'll probably have half of this still in development, but for the most part, all of it's going to come out before the Neo would, so. Um, they also... Well, uh- Xbox One Scorpio's holidays 2017, so that's probably a good release time for. Well, you know, absolutely, it'll yeah. be about the same time. And I'm sure Sony is paying attention to that too. So they're they're probably going, oh well, we know that this is happening. We know when it's coming out now, and we will be there to, with our product too. So I'm sure that'll happen. I was actually excited think, by that. I think <laughs> the only reason it didn't show it was the orchestra wouldn't be able to play anything in the background for it. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but uh, So after that, uh, we got another VR thing. Um, and I, I am ashamed to say that it took me uh, probably three or four seconds to realize that that was Mark Hamill and the Joker. Um, I'm ashamed. I'm sorry. 
but it, basically, they didn't show anything, but it's some kind of Batman Arkham VR. Uh, Rocksteady. Yeah, it's a Rocksteady thing. They didn't say Arkham what? They just said Arkham, right? Uh, Arkham VR. Right, yeah. It, like, they didn't tie it to the Asylum or City or anything like that. So No, it's just Arkham. So we have no idea what this actually is. We don't know if it's uh, like genuine gameplay. I mean, it could, for all we know, just be a simple, like, the beginning of Arkham Asylum when you're walking the Joker in. It could just be that, uh, you know, just walking through the halls of the Asylum and seeing all the inmates and all that kind of stuff. All they really said was, I know we said we're finished with Arkham, but mm-hmm. then we got the dev kits. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um. And then we had a brief uh, Final Fantasy XV trailer, which is getting a lot of uh, coverage <laughs> at the C3. Um, yeah. Uh, so they, they showed off some more of that. I thought that the trailer itself was kind of, eh, whatever. Especially after, what uh, was it, Microsoft was showing the Titan Trials or whatever? <clears throat> that was way more yeah. interesting. The uh, um, E3 mission. But they also have a VR thing for it, which looked weird. Um, you get to play as... <laughs> You get to play as Prompto, and you get to shoot stuff. Um, which, they, it seems like they kind of worked around the movement aspect of it by having him teleport around, kind of like, um, God, I can't, uh, Noctis. Um, like how he can throw his sword and like uh, teleport around the battlefield. And so Prompto yeah. is kind of doing the same thing. He'll teleport somewhere, and then you get to shoot in VR in first person. Um, I think that's going to be cheesy. Yeah, I think it's gonna fit in well, but that's only a little, little, little part of the game. Yeah, I don't oh, even, I don't even know that it's going going to be part of the game. Like the section that they showed was, um, for the most part, from the demo that we got last year, the episode Disguy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't expect this to be like a huge part of the game. If it's even really part of the game at all, it might just be a separate section. Um, yeah, it'll be in the extras. Yeah, exactly. Um. It did. It did seem like they were being cheeky about it too. Like it, they actually showed Prompto uh, showing off wearing the PlayStation VR headset. Um, so they're going to be doing that. We'll, we'll see. Again, that looks like it's going to be a small thing. Um, and then they showed a particularly interesting trailer because I had no idea what it was. I genuinely didn't know what it was. And I was selecting the planets. I thought it was Mass Effect. I was like. But it didn't show anything at EA. Right. I'm show it here. Yeah. Uh, it, that's, it, they were cycling planets, and it looked very uh, Mass Effect. Or um, I heard that they had Hawken going or whatever. Um, yeah, that was revealed on the pre-show. The right. trailer for Hawken, which got me very excited. Yeah. I want to play up for a while, but PC can't handle it. Yeah. It uh, blow up. <laughs> and it, was, it had mechs, but it definitely wasn't Titanfall. Um, and so I'm sitting there watching it and then there's this giant space battle and all sorts of stuff going on. And, and then they jump out of the (coughs) ship and they're like running around. And I think, did I see a grappling hook thing on there as well? Yeah. Yeah. What's a grappling hook? Yeah. The, the year of the grapple hook this year, um, and shooting and whatever. And it turns out it was call of duty, infinite warfare. Yeah. I have to say, I I was shocked. Like, I just did not see that coming. I was blindsided by Call that. Call of Duty Space Balls. Yeah, well, you know, if if you can make... I think that was a smart move on their part. Because, like, usually it's like, oh, well, here's Call of Duty, and this is what you're seeing, and this is what we're going to show. Usually they have somebody out on stage, you know, from Activision, comes right out and like, here is the next part of Call of Duty. And they didn't do that. And I think that was really smart because for a lot of people that are thinking, oh, I've seen Call of Duty a million times, uh, it's boring, it's the same thing every time. I think this is proof that that's not really going to be the case this time, or at least they're trying to paint it that way. Um, and it succeeded. Yeah, usually you'll get like a little logo to begin with. Yeah. Uh, like a company logo, but none of that. Yep. Um, which was. I think very smart on their part. I think that can win some people over. Um, and oh, then, almost won me over. Yeah, and I seen Call of Duty. I was like, no, Battlefield's going to World War One. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's unfortunate, but that was kind of my reaction too. Not not necessarily the battlefield thing, but I'm sitting there watching it and I'm thinking, oh my god, this is awesome. This is this is really cool. I can't wait to see what this game is. And then it's Call of Duty, and I I'm just like, oh, I'm just all of a sudden not interested. So I'm going to try and keep an open mind, and I might try it. But the last Call of Duty game that I played sucked. So I won't be I won't be getting it. There's like twenty thousand things releasing about the same time. Yeah, I mean it's pretty bad. It's it's the basically it's the big blockbuster game of the video game world. And my first reaction is not, man, I need to get that and play it day one. It's I'll wait until it's on sale or something, you know. Um, then then they decided to play games with us again. Um, Sean Layton came back out, if I remember. Uh, before and, that, they done the Modern Warfare remastered. Oh, that's true. Yep, they did show some more of that. Uh, they really didn't say much. Uh, I, at nah. the end, I was a little bit confused because they said something about the single player being available a month early on PlayStation. I really I didn't. never caught that. I, I'm, I might have been making it up. I was a little bit delusional. I'd been up for like 20 hours on four hours of sleep. So um, I, may, I may have made that up, but I thought I saw that. Um, in which case, what? So the multiplayer is going to come out first and then the single player or something? I don't know. Um, but it looks, you know, it looks good. Um, it's not the prettiest game, but it is a, you know, remaster, up res type thing. So um, it did look good and it would be fun to play it again. I'm just gonna wait until it's you know twenty bucks solo. If it goes solo, ah, it's Activision. It's gonna go solo. <laughs> they they wouldn't leave that money on the table. Um, all right. And as I said, something kind of weird <laughs> happened. Sean Layden walked out, and there was like a beach scene behind him, and some tiki's and. And as he's walking out, there is a shadow of Crash Bandicoot walking behind him. Um, and so, you know, the first reaction is, oh my god, are they making a new Crash Bandicoot? And the answer is no, unfortunately not. Um, they're releasing... I, like, I don't have the t-shirt this year, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, smartass. <laughs> uh, but uh, so they're remastering, I believe. Uh, crash. Not just a remaster, rebuilding. Oh, ground up. Oh wow! I, I thought it was just a remaster. <laughs> um, they're redoing uh, Crash One, Two, and what was it? Warped. Warped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he, apparently, Crash is also going to show up in Skylanders if that's your thing. Um, it's not. <laughs> no, not really. And they showed a they showed a trailer for that, and I imagine that's really not anybody on here. I don't think that's their thing, unless it's, you know, easy trophies or something. Um, but, you know, Skylanders is a big thing, so you got to show that off. Um, but It'll it, be a toy of it, of course. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe, maybe I'll buy the toy. That might be my first <laughs> Skylanders toy, you know? <laughs> um, uh, after that, we had uh, Lego The Force Awakens. Yep, which a demo was available now. Just yep. downloaded. Um, it didn't strike me as that interesting because it wasn't really anything new from what I saw. Yeah, it was just the, just the movie scenes, really. But yeah. Some little funny bits here and there. You know, I wonder if they were copying another one of the Force Awakens trailers. Um, but uh, yeah, it was just like a lot of the stuff I'd already seen. So still looks good, though. Yeah. The only thing it done was reinforced the idea that I need Lego BB-8. Yeah, right. <laughs> a big one. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and then we had what was by far the most bizarre thing I saw all night. Well, potentially all day. And I, I watched the, the Ubisoft um, opening. Uh, Ubisoft's <laughs> press conference was absolutely ridiculous. But this might top it in terms of just completely bizarre strangeness. Um, we... Kojima came out and was like, hey, everybody, I've got a game. Peace out. And that was it. And then it started playing behind us. Did you want to explain what that was? <laughs> or attempt to? It's... Alright, we're on a beach. We have naked Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead and the Boondock Saints. 
Yeah, can't forget about that one. Right. And he is connected by some sort of tube to a dead naked baby. He's got a handcuff on as well, attached mm-hmm. to nothing. Mm-hmm. The baby turns to black goo. Little footprints of goo start walking along the beach and show up on- out to lots of dead fish. Whales. And then there's like five floating things in the sky, and I didn't really. Yeah. They reminded me of um, Psycho Mantis, like just floating in the air. And there was just like five of them throughout the sky. Uh, and that was also very strange. Um, yeah. And, and um, the, when the baby disappeared, like he started seeing um, like black handprints show up on his skin. Um, like, yeah. Like he had some marks already on his body. But like it looked like the baby was there or something and walking around and like touching things. Um, Which baby? Yeah. Um, Weird. I, I I think uh, it was somebody at Kotaku who called it the uh, F Konami trailer um, because like <laughs> the the first time you see um, see the guy you see him from behind and he's completely naked with sort of like this mullet thing going on. And it very much evoked um, the solid snake, naked snake look. Um, and then you know, he turns around and you see the face, and it almost instantly reminded me of PT. So, congrats on that, Kojima. Uh, very well done. Um, it, anyway, so it, the game is called uh, Death Stranding, which, yeah. again, no friggin' idea what the hell that's about. Um, yeah, at some point you might want to watch it and try and form your own opinions. It's, it looks like it's going to be one hell of a trip, whatever it is. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, God. I'm I'm all on board. Kojima is all you know doing this, and I'm I'm game. But man, that was weird. Um, and finally, we had Spider Man. Um, <laughs> oddly enough, strange twist. It's not Sucker Punch. Um, everybody was had this pinned for a sucker punch game because you know superheroes it's actually insomniac and it is ps4 exclusive yes it is ps4 exclusive um and it's an interesting look at spider-man um you know a lot of the games kind of went darker it's very colorful yeah the suit looks like uh, the one from civil war except of eyes but it's got this massive white spider logo i know a lot of people are complaining and already panning the game saying it's going to be the worst thing ever made because yeah. of that, uh, he's gonna have separate costumes. Oh Maybe yeah, like twenty up for sale. I'm sure, I, and you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know that I like the white spider necessarily, but it does work with the rest of the suit and make makes it a little bit more colorful. And I'm sure that's what they were going for instead of kind of the muted tones that we've seen in the past to go for something kind of vibrant. Um, and you can see that in the city too. Like New York is much more colorful. It's not just like dark and gritty and black and brown and it's actually fairly colorful and bright and uh shining you know did did looks really good though yeah i I think it's gonna be a fun game watching the trailer again now actually yeah and it's it's you know they showed off the humor like front and center music music was really good Mm -hmm. so make me feel like inspired yeah, which is funny considering how it started because he's he starts out like, you know, talking about how everybody's safety is in the hands of a guy from Queens and how much that would freak him out too. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I guess when you uh, put it like that. The blog says, nope, this isn't the same Spider-Man you've met before, nor is our game based on the upcoming movie. This is a more seasoned Peter Parker who's more masterful at fighting crime in New York City. Same time, he's trying to he's struggling to balance his absurdly chaotic personal life and career. Mm-hmm. All while nine million New Yorkers depend on him for his safety. No yep. pressure, indeed. Yeah, and so I, it definitely struck me as that, like it, an older, you know, more experienced Peter Parker. Um. Anyways, so that was for the most part the E three press conference. Um, the it actually ended with that gameplay we were talking about for Days Gone. Um, that was actually what was shown at the end. Um, I would definitely check that out too. Uh, obviously, you should watch the whole thing. You, and yeah. re- realistically, if you watch the whole thing, you're almost only watching the trailers, anyways. So yeah, it's only not an a- hour fifteen, about an hour yeah. shorter than usual. Yeah, 
um, definitely worth checking out. Um, just watch the whole thing. That's the way to do it, really. Um, <laughs> but from there, I think we have to go to our rather sad E3 predictions. Um, so there was there was one that we both got right, which was that there was going to be God of War. Um, which was which was pretty much the shoe in that that was the easy one the easy point, um, we got a Norse God of War. I said that it was going to come late spring or early summer next year. They didn't announce a date, so I think I only get partial credit for that one. Um, but the ten minutes of gameplay footage can't be too far. I've been working on it for a few years. Yeah, it looks pretty refined. Um, I mean, unless that's really all they've got right now, which I, I can't imagine with how much time they've spent. Uh, they've on. they've been on that for a long time, I'm saying. Yeah. A few years. Yeah, and um, uh, they had <laughs> something... Oh, Resident Evil they announced for January 24th of next year. So, yeah, I mean... Yeah, first they were playable. Yeah, I, my bet is they probably announced dates for anything they expected to come out this fiscal year. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if it is maybe summer next year, um, just based on that, but that's, that's still speculation. Um, we did not, um, we both kind of suggested that Sucker Punch would be working on Spider-Man, um, or at least something. We didn't see Sucker Punch at all. So my infamous four prediction, wrong. Your Sucker Punch, Spider-Man, wrong. My infamous VR yeah <laughs> i i even um said that soccer punch had a second studio that was working on just so that i could have my cake and eat it too i i said that soccer punch had two studios and one was working on infamous four and the other was working on spider-man um so obviously both of those were wrong um we had the last guardian again that wasn't delayed when i said that it would be so i was wrong on that um, the only things that I really got right were uh, PS4 Neo was not there, which was kind of an easy one to guess, and they confirmed that before E3 even started, um, <clears throat> and that Horizon um, would be delayed to, I believe I said, February or March of next year. And it's, yeah, I think it is February. Which I think I should get extra points, because it's both February and March of next year. So <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, end of February in US, March in Europe. <laughs> yeah, it's like the February twenty eighth, and then March like second or third or something. Um, so I think I should get extra points because I, I was I doubled up on that one. Um, you were doing pretty eh, well. You had a you had a rough one. You had your Spider Man. You had the God of War thing. You predicted a four player co op Darksiders three. E three ain't over yet. I know, right? <laughs> um, who owns Volition? Sorry, um, who is it now? They were it's uh, Runic uh, Games turned into Runic Games. Somebody's working on it. Is it Deep Silver? Um, I'm not sure. I'll check the Definitive Edition. I might say it on there. Yeah. Um, but so that didn't happen. E3 is not over yet. Um. And there's uh, know, Nordic, Nordic games. Yep. Yeah. Um. So hopefully we will see that at some point because I love Darksiders Three. I'm sh I'm fairly certain the rumors are that they're working on it anyways. Um, yeah. So it's just a matter of time, really. It just didn't show up this time. Um. So, so I got half a point. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. So, so you've got probably one and a half points because you you got Spider Man, but not Sucker Punch working on Spider Man and the God of War four news. I got that Neo wasn't going to be there. Um, I got nothing for the new date for Horizon because I specifically said that it wasn't actually a prediction, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so, and then I had the partial for God of War because I they didn't announce a, a date. So, Batman VR. If I said a Justice League game. Batman's part of Justice League. Half a point. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a quarter, of a, a quarter of a point. How's that? So it's you, funny. Just for the conference started, I said if they announce Superman VR, I'll go pre-order a headset right now. I don't have the money. And and instead they it went with close. The, yeah, they went with the uh, the less likely of that. They went with a Batman VR. Yeah, who wants to do that? You, you can't even fly. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, you could kind of explain how it works with Su- Superman pretty easily, but it's a little bit tougher with Batman. But hey, I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. So, um, all right. So, Mo, we're, what do we think of this conference? Was there anything missing? Darksiders three justice. <laughs> well, <Okay. laughs> I predicted. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, sucker punch. Yeah, they're yeah. definitely missing. I was surprised that they didn't have anything. Like, I didn't expect them to have anything big necessarily. Um, they do have something, but as a Shuhei Yoshida said last E3 that he's played their new game. Yeah, but I was really and, expecting. Yeah, that and that's a, also kind of a strange thing because you've got Shuhei was talking about. I mean, admittedly, a very early build, but that was last year yeah. at E3. So here we are a year later and they still don't have anything, which makes me think that it's not an infamous game. Because if it was infamous, I feel like they would have something to show because that engine is built. They have, you know, a basis for the assets and the animations and all that kind of stuff. They've got a basis for it, you know? So it could be doing a God of War. Just briefly put the word out that the studio is making something and a couple of years later, just bam. Yeah. Um, Gameplay. So, so it could be something else a different new ip um which would be good um but yeah they were curiously absent considering how long it's been since we heard from them um those paris games week in a psx yeah um but they're a uh, seattle based so this was kind of their time to do it but if they're not here they that doesn't mean that they won't necessarily show up at psx that'll give them more time to prep something i think um they probably just didn't want to announce something in the middle of hype train and get overlooked. Uh, that's that could also be true because I mean there is a lot of stuff like like we said that just didn't show up in the show. Um, so it, it could very well be that they didn't want to overshadow it, and a lot of stuff like they were showing off uh, Gravity Rush Two, which was like yeah. like half of a second in one of the sizzle reels, and that was it. Like there was nothing about it. So I think they're doing that where they're releasing a lot of information about a lot of smaller games outside of the press conference so they don't get overshadowed mm-hmm. and saving, you know, that prime time for these bigger titles. Um which would be why, you know, there was no Vita. Um I think PSX is kind of the Vita showcase now. Um that's where they show off anything that if they want to do Vita just because it's that that crowd. Um, yeah, they didn't have any indie games uh, unless you count Insomniac, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which is which is technically true, but still kind of not. <laughs> um, and actually, I guess you couldn't. I mean, it is an independent it's studio, you. but but yeah, he the is, team is independent. <laughs> but but it's, it's not still, like the indie guy. He's, yeah, but there's even more second. He's AAA. There, it's still um, uh, Sony published. Right, so yeah, it's only sort of indie. <laughs> um, so yeah, no Vita, no indies. What else? I reckon if a sucker punch logo appeared and it wasn't Spider Man, I would probably cry. <laughs> right, that would have been painful. Yeah, um, was there? So for surprises, I think there were a fair number. Um, I mean. If you go through the list, there's there's a fair next to the other uh, press conferences where there were kind of you know routine like kind of expected there to be a Just Dance thing at the Ubisoft and uh, I mean like probably the biggest surprise really uh, yesterday sorry day before was maybe Quake um, that was Trials one of the Trials of a Blood Dragon yeah right <laughs> where um, you're trying to stop Vietnam War four yeah. Um, but I mean, Resident Evil Seven um, was a big deal. They had that Batman Arkham and Crash Bandicoot and the Infinite Warfare and Death Stranding and all that stuff was pretty surprising. And even God of War was like, you know, you knew it was coming, but it was just like, bam, right there, front and center, looked beautiful. So, what was your take? Any, any good surprises for you? Spider Man. Needs. I want pictures of Spider-Man. Right. Well, so I don't know if it's a huge surprise since it was long rumored. I think the bigger surprise was that it was Insomniac and not... Uh, yeah. And it just got finished up on Ratchet and Clank in the movie. Yeah, again, I was like, 
I was fairly certain we were going to see some kind of DLC for Ratchet and Clank, but this was not a normal press conference. Like most, someone of- pointed out that Insomniac have already got a PS4 game coming as well. Deep down, not deep down. No, they've definitely got something going. Yeah, I mean, Insomniac is always working on like three or four games at the same time, so God only knows yeah. what else they're working on. Um, let's see. Uh, any any concerns from the show? If it's Spider-Man won't be out this year. Uh, no, not really concerned there. Oh, mm-hmm. Everything there looks like it's going to deliver. Yeah, everything looked pretty great. Like like I said, I was a little bit concerned about the uh, God of War combat maybe being a little bit slowed down and a lo- little less hectic. Um, but other than that, really my only concern was um, we saw all these games, but we only got a few actual release dates. You know? We only have so much money to spend. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate the conference? 12. Twelve. I'm going to go with 12.5 because you won on the um, predictions, so I'm going to have to win this one. (laughs) Um, But realistically... The the orchestra ramps up to 15. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that turned it up to 11 to begin with. and um, (laughs) I I would genuinely say it was probably uh, 8.59-ish, which is really high. Like, that's, that's pretty stellar. Um, and it's already, yeah, I mean, it was one of the best E3 press conferences, I think, in a, not in a while, because actually Sony has been doing really well with their press conferences, so, but they've been on a run. Like, when you look at their press conferences during the PS3 era, I mean, the past few years of Sony press conferences have blown those out of the water. Um... Usually they'll have the little talking segments and yapping about statistics and infographs. This time they just said, none of that. Yeah. Just footage. Yeah. Take it. Take it. Pretty much. And it just, it was, you are force fed. Um, it was, so it was, it was fun. Like, I, I found it particularly interesting. Sony was kind of different than the rest of the um, press conferences I watched. Um, I felt like almost every press conference had this feeling of positioning. Um, You had uh, EA was like showing stuff off, but for the most part, I felt like they were saying, okay, here's the new EA. Cause they had a, they got a new what CEO or president or whatever a couple of years ago. And they're like, this Uh, is what, yeah. And so they were like, this is what EA is going to look like going forward. And I kind of felt during the the FIFA thing that he's a Liverpool fan. (laughs) No, really? <laughs> I, I loved it too. It's like, th- that's pretty much the only time you will ever hear somebody booing at an E3 press conference. Because it's, you know, it's kind of a faux pas to do that at such a large event to boo somebody. Yeah. But that actually happened. <laughs> yeah, I've had Jose Mourinho, new Man United manager on. Like, You're going to get humped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I... Like everybody kind of seemed same thing with Xbox was like it was very much this is where we're going in the future. Here's this slim, it's three hundred dollars. We're doing all these awesome things on the software side, and we've got this new console coming out next year. It's like everything they were doing was kind of setting up the future. Um, and I feel like Sony just they kind of did that, but not not quite the same way. They just came out hard and just kept going, whereas everybody else was very much presenting their ideas for the future, what they want their brand to represent. Yeah. I've definitely showed to begin with, they're putting on a show. Yes. Oh yeah. Right from the very beginning. Um, grand, beautiful theater and all that. Um, yeah, with that theater and that orchestra, I, like, I clicked on the wrong stream. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, this isn't E3. Yeah. Where are all the screens? Why is there a red curtain? Yeah. Um, but anyways, so those were our opinions of the uh, Sony press conference. Um, we were pretty positive on it. Um, but what did you think? Let us know. Um, share your opinions, what you liked, what you didn't like, um, what your favorite game of the press conference was, all of that. Uh, let us know in the comments. 
Um, we're going to just run through a couple of the, you know, releases and stuff just because we don't know necessarily when we're going to be back um, and probably just a couple of weeks, but we'll just run through it real quick. We got um, releases. Uh, Mighty number no. nine is coming out on June 21st. Uh, on June 31st, you've got Star Ocean, um, Integrity and Faithlessness, uh, Zero Escape. Um, you've got Lego Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Um, for PS Plus, you have um, NBA 2K16, Gone Home. What are you laughing about? I was just thinking about uh, God of War, one of the Vita games. That's the second month in a row. Were they just teasing us the whole time? Oh, I mean... I, I kind of saw that, like, when I saw the God of War Chains of Olympus, I was like, I feel like there's something going on here. Um, <laughs> they play those. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think that that's that was kind of obvious, especially considering the rumors that something was <laughs> going on. Yeah, but that, that's true. Like, I saw that. I saw it for the second month in a row. I was like, mm-hmm, yeah, there's something up. Um, so you've got... Uh, Everyone play Gone Home. Yes. Everyone play up. Yes, Beautiful. Uh, it's a fantastic game. It's a very short game. Um, it'll probably only take you two or three hours to play through it. Take your time, explore, have a good time. Um, I mean, you, get all them a, recordings. Yeah, you, you could blow through it and do all of the trophies if you if you watch a video or whatever in probably about forty five <clears> minutes if you really wanted to. But I think that's a waste. At least give it a chance and see what it's like. Um, there's there's a reason why so many people like it. Doesn't mean you have to, but. It's the voice actress. She uh, yeah. She sells it for me. She is amazing. Absolutely. I mean, all, for the most part, um, it was the the two sisters were just phenomenal in that. Um, the voice acting was top notch. It's some of the best you'll ever hear, which is saying something considering we're just coming from Uncharted Four. You know, I mean, you've got Troy Baker and Nolan North. Like this, the voice acting in this is right up there with like uncharted for um for ps3 you have um echo chrome um which if i remember correctly is that uh it's a fairly old uh ps3 game where like um it's got like all sorts of bars and columns and stuff right and you have to like rotate things sort of like a fez like that sound familiar not seen it oh well i i remember seeing it forever ago i think it may have actually been announced with the ps3 way back in the day um You've got Siren Blood Curse, which I'm fairly certain doesn't have any trophies. Uh, you get, uh, yeah, episodes one through twelve on that. Um, you've got Little Deviants on Vita, um, which is a, a near launch title, I think, for the Vita. Um, the uh, it's basically it's one of those games that takes advantage of all the functions of the Vita. Um, it's supposed to be pretty fun. I haven't played it yet. And then you've got God of War: Chains of Olympus, which. Now, in retrospect, makes a whole lot of sense. Um, other than that, uh, anything you want to plug? Yeah, I've not got much going on the site just now, but I've got a couple ideas for top fives coming up soon. Yeah. Um, One might be related to recently revealed Injustice 2. Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, I don't think that I've got a whole lot going on at the moment. Right now we're doing E3. Um, we did just post our our predictions. Um, like, wasn't meant to be predictions. It was supposed to be kind of informative, but we were dead wrong. So, if you're interested in going and laughing at our inability to predict what Sony would do during one of the most unusual, I think, press conferences of E3 ever, um, he, that's on the site. Uh, I think it's still in like the editorial section articles yeah um so you should be able to pick that up there um i'll probably have a an interview in a couple of weeks um i'm gonna try and do i think an editorial about the ps4 neo because a lot of people are really Mm. kind of concerned about it i think it's actually a good thing and most people don't so i know that's really unpopular and you can yell at me if you'd like to um but hold off because i'm gonna see if i can't write up an editorial about it and um kind of put down on paper why i think it's a good thing uh and then you know and then you can go in the comments and you know destroy me there um aside from that uh you can find me on twitter at underscore brand b-r-a-n-d-f-u um munch is usually on true trophies at true trophies um so you can check him out there um let us know what you think of the show or anything on the site regular 
tweet from my regular Twitter, but I don't use it. What's that? I think it's at MunchMagic86. So, obviously, you need to go there and send messages that he won't read. So, in six months, when he finally checks it, he's going to be like, what the hell is this person talking about? Um, (laughs) But, yeah, anyways, so... Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter. You can send us PMs. You can friend request us. Um, make sure that you subscribe to the show. Um, you, we've got the new uh, podcast feed on there, but you can also go to iTunes and check that out and subscribe on there and keep up with us. Um, other than that, I think we're about done. Um, we will probably see you in just a couple of weeks. We'll have another podcast going. Um, it may be a little bit delayed because God knows we're going to be writing like crazy over the next week and a half or so. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, Redden. Yeah. So you'll you'll be seeing a lot from us. You just won't be hearing from us necessarily over the next couple of weeks. Um, but we'll be locked in a, a dark room, getting whipped. Yeah. Yeah. Punky is quite brutal. Type boy. Uh, type. <laughs> grammar. She she does actually beat us with a grammar stick. Um. <laughs> anyways, uh, thanks for listening. Um, and we will see you in just a couple of weeks. Bye. Tchau,